Welcome to the Places Where We Go podcast. Hello, I'm Julie. And I'm Art. We're the hosts of the Places Where We Go podcast. Join us as we share our travel stories. We'll tell you about where we've been, what we saw, and what we did. We're always looking for a bit of an adventure. Sometimes we travel far. Sometimes we explore the places in our own local backyard. Wherever we go, we'll let you know about the highlights and top tips to help you plan your future adventures. This is the Places Where We Go podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us. Today we're going to talk about something different. We've been talking about England and Wales for for just about... For since we started, yes. But today we're going to hit something local. So, um, just this weekend, you and I went to the Los Angeles RV show. Yes, we did. And the reason that we went is that we are currently considering very, very strongly part of our journey being in an RV trailer. Yeah, currently, Julie, how long have we been talking about (laughs) potentially getting an RV? It's a big decision. Yeah, so talk about analysis paralysis. I think we've been talking about this for (laughs) at at least two years. Yeah. This would be a a big step for us. You know, the reason we haven't taken the plunge yet, I think a couple of reasons come to mind. One is money. (laughs) Yes. But we're getting closer to, I think, this becoming a possibility for us. And then I think about like work schedules and the types of trips that we have been planning over right. the past couple of right. years. You know, you can't take the RV to Wales <laughs> from no, California. No, you can't. There's a lot of places you can't take it, but there's a lot of places in the United States that I've never been to that are RV accessible. So yeah, it's something that's really big on my want list yeah, to so, do. Yeah, I mean, we, we love national parks mm-hmm. and... And we'll talk about this at some time. The place that we've gone to the most by far is Sequoia National Park. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. up until now and still now through this day, we're tent campers. We're tent campers. But we have reached a point and we're not even senior status yet. Nope. But we're getting there. Not officially. But it's the idea of sleeping on an air mattress that tends Hmm. to deflate that Mm. is kind of getting on our nerves a bit well probably you more so than me i mean i think me a lot hey i think this last camping trip though the, the mattress held up okay it did it, it did okay. no yeah. it always does no, yeah but, but except for that one time it had a, it got a hole in it that is one i guess you know reason is you know when, when for those of you who have slept in tents you know that that's a particular type of experience there's a lot about that that i like it's awesome but it an, it's so awesome it really is because yeah. we tend to at sequoias in particular have a particular specific spot that we love that Mm -hmm. is right next to uh, a river so that's it makes it really nice and being in california and again i mean we've been to sequoia at least a dozen times you know camping and we've pretty much have lucked out because when we go in july or august the weather is usually pretty good but we have been camping there before there was like one of the first times that we ever went at the end of may we were surprised by beautiful weather one day The next day, that evening, a, yeah. s- a storm came in, woke up to snow. Well, and we also slept through a leaky tent that had water in it. So, yeah. so yeah, when you think about those types of experiences and, you know, tent camping when the weather isn't favorable, it can put a bit of a damper on the experience. And so that's the kind of, I guess, an example of when we think about, hmm, it might be nice to have... A travel trailer where you don't have to hopefully worry about you know leaky 
leaky roof. I, mm-hmm. I have heard that travel trailers themselves can leak too. They so can that, leak, that's another thing. But but they're fixed. We're intrigued with what vacationing in a trailer might be like. Um, we still have a ton of national parks to get to, and you know, living in California, there's just a lot of campgrounds, state parks, you know, neat places to see. And I think doing that's that relatively a, close to us. Yeah, so. doing that in a trailer would be cool. So, you know, we've been to the LA RV show. I think two years ago was the first time that we went Okay, and saw some things. And I think that was about the time that we first started to think about we were this. We thinking about it. Yeah. We were not serious, though. Yeah. We're just slowly going down this path. So there is, I think it's also close to, it's probably two years ago that we went camping with some uh, uh, some friends of ours. Yeah. We went to a, kind of a res, more of a resort-like RV trailer park. Yeah, so they, they invited us to come along. There's a place called Flying Flags in Buellton, California. Mm-hmm. And we did that in part just to get a sense for you and I is like, is this RV thing like even something that we think that we might like? Right. So we did that. And I think we walked away from that experience. At least I did still with a question mark in my head. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure either. But our experience was very different in regards to, you know, we were in a bunk style in their trailer, which was extremely uncomfortable. But... It was hard, kind of. It was very hard. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't It was an experience that we would have chosen mm-hmm. for ourselves. Yeah. So we had a great time with our friends, yeah. and, and that was, was a good experience. And on that trip is in one of the days we ended up you know, going into the town of Solvang, which is you know, close by. And when you drive from Flying Flags Campground to Solvang, you pass by an Airstream dealer. That's right. And we ended up making a detour. Our friend was driving, and she scared me because... Somebody said, there's the Airstreams, and I think she almost hit the brakes in the middle of the road. Yeah. And we ended up, I think that was the first time that we had like seen Airstreams up yeah. close and personal. So I remember we saw those, and ever since then, we've kind of had Airstreams on the brain. Yeah, we have. And a few months ago, we ended up going back to Flying Flags, just you and I, because one of the things that they offer there is what they call kind of the glamping option. So mm-hmm. if you have a your own RV or your own trailer. There's the, the pull-in places. Several spots. Either There's back-end spots. There's pull-in. Yeah. So you can bring your own trailer yeah. if you have one of those. They have some cabin-y type of things mm-hmm. that if you don't have a trailer, but if you want to stay on in the campground, you can mm-hmm. stay in a in a small cabin type right, of thing. Right. And then, then they have a few vintage trailers, some of those being Airstreams, right. where you can actually rent those out. Mm-hmm. So given that we've been thinking about Airstreams for a while, we did that one weekend just to get a sense of... Is this something we would really do? You know, there's a few people that have mentioned to us, you know, kind of warning us that if you get a travel trailer, you want something bigger, you want something with space, you want something with a slide. And you and I keep thinking about, we're not sure that we want the bigger type of footprint. We're not even sure we want to slide. We think we could do like an Airstream layout. Yeah. So, you know, given that you could rent one of these, it was, you know, easy just to go up there for a weekend and spend a weekend yeah. in one of these and see what the space felt like. And it was a smaller trailer, I think like 22 feet. It, it was a smaller trailer, but the overall experience of it, mm-hmm. I think we walked away thinking, yeah, we could do Oh, this. absolutely. Yeah. Definitely a step up from, from the tent in, in a very <laughs> nice way. Yeah. Yeah. We've been looking at Airstreams, and we've also been thinking about basically just a trailer layout that has no slides. Mm-hmm. And in today's market, it seems like the vast majority of travel yeah. trailers are slide kind of units. Yeah. So yeah. with the research that we've been doing, the only thing we've been coming across that's been 
hitting our interest has been the Airstreams, but then our friends went last week into the RV show. Same friends. Yeah, and they came back saying, hey, Lance has this no-slide layout. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just like the night before, I was on the Lance website, and every unit that they had, other than one, which was there was only, you're only going to get two people in it, yeah. was everything was a slide. Right. I ended up doing some more research, and they actually do have... A brand new unit. It was at the LARV show. That was a no slide unit. So we thought, hey, let's go to the and show. It had, it had like 20 feet of living space. End to end was 24 feet, which they're going to adjust a little bit. I think they're going to put a foot more of living space in. You know, one of the neat things about an RV show, and you know, I know they do these throughout the country, but if you're in the market for an RV, a great place to see a whole bunch of different makes and models of RVs. Right. Yep. The LARV show, you had every type. You had, you know, class Bs, class, class Cs. Class A. Yeah. They had all of them. Whatever class you want, they had them there. Yeah. They even had the ones that fit in the bed of the truck. I didn't know they still made those, honestly. And they had some cool vintage trailers. Yeah. So there was something for everybody yeah. there. You could kill, you know, a good few hours. But again, I mean, we went there specifically to see two things, you know, mm-hmm. the Airstreams and the Lances. And then we had one eye open for anything else that might be a similar type of floor plan. So we would go through and we were looking for no slides. Basically. That was our criteria at that moment and there's not that many so we were able to kind of slide through quickly fairly quickly yeah, yeah. so the, the first one that we actually came across i think was springdale was the manufacturer keystone was it, it keystone? was keystone keystone springdale yeah. or one or the other yeah. so they had a unit that was a no slide unit and so we walked into that so the other thing that we're also looking at is not only so we're very picky so we want no slide and we want the kind of layout where you've got the bed on one end and then on the other end of the trailer where you've got the dinette the dinette with plenty of windows. window space yeah so so that kind of configuration is seems to be somewhat rare so we saw that the springdale didn't necessarily float our boat but it was the layout i think we're very particular about our layout so if it doesn't really meet that criteria we, we kind of set it aside so it was it was close i think it was on the lower end of cost of yeah. the trailer units oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah so talking about cost so we went from the the, the springdale which was very like much i think on the lower end like about twenty thousand yeah. or low 20s and then the next thing that we went to was the thing we've been dreaming about for a couple of years now which is the airstream and we were looking at the 27 foot what was neat this year is when we went to the larv show a couple of years ago they only had two airstreams on on site that Mm -hmm. day so Mm -hmm. i remember i remember one of them was a bigger unit but it was twin beds Mm -hmm. and that actually i'm thinking about it that might have been the first time that i had been in an airstream so Mm -hmm. that was before we went to the uh, the Mm -hmm. rv lot and seeing the one with the twin beds i thought maybe that's just the way the bigger ones came i have no interest in the twin bed thing and then i think they might have had a bambi okay yeah but this year i mean they had there was a lot yeah, strings. they had a whole tented area that had several, several yeah. of them. And the one that we looked at was a 27-footer, and they had this feature on it where the back opened up wide open, yeah, like a hatch. So I really, really liked that. I thought it was a, it was right next to the dining room. So how, mu- how much did that cost, Julie? 7500 bucks. No, guess again. Guess oh, again. oh, the hatch. The hatch. The hatch. How much yeah. did the Airstream cost? Oh, the Airstream was listed at $107,000. Is the sound A of our... A little t- beyond <laughs> our price point. <laughs> yeah, it's hefty. I mean, yeah. 
gorgeous unit. I mean, you, it really is pretty, and it, it has the features we really like. And we walked into both a twenty-five foot unit and twenty-seven foot unit, so that's mm-hmm. kind of the ones that we've been talking about lately. Mm-hmm. When I think about the twenty-five foot floor plan, so that's the one where the bed that's in the back is sideways. I think the problem that you and I have when we think about that one is the person who's going to be closest to the windows doesn't have a good way to get out of bed. Like if you want to get up in the middle of the night without otherwise probably crawling over the person on the bed. You'd have to. Yeah. So it was, it seems like it, it could be somewhat awkward. Whereas the 27 foot unit, the bed is um, kind of in the same direction as the trailer. So there's what they call it a walk around, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. whichever side of the bed you're sleeping on, you have a space where you can get up, stand up, and then walk into the trailer. So the, that layout is really nice. Still dream about that one, but the price mm-hmm. is way up there. And I think... Well, and I also am not sure about the 27-foot length. I just... I think it would be way mm-hmm. more difficult to maneuver that within national parks and... I'm yeah. sure it can be done, mm-hmm. but I, I personally still kind of get drawn towards a shorter trailer. Yeah, because we we know that in national parks, there's going to be some that are not going to accommodate a unit that's yeah. that that large. Mm-hmm. So that comes to mind. Um, still don't know which way we're going to go if we end up going with an airstream, right. and time will tell. Mm-hmm. The, I'm sure it's going to be a, a used unit versus a new unit because. Right. That's the way the finances roll here. But we did also um, look at the Lance. Yeah. And walked into it uh, without any expectations, really. Yeah. So this was the the model number is 27.5-2075. So Mm -hmm. brand new. And again, as I mentioned, you know, 2020. It's uh, a 2020 model uh, year. Model year. And it is actually ready to roll out for production. In December. They said you could pre-order it yeah, and it would be completed. In December. Right. Yeah. So soon. Very soon. We're like a month and a half away from December mm-hmm. as we're sitting here. Yeah. We've made no decision, but it's just something that we're, you know, it's been rolling around in our head yeah. for two years now. Yeah. So the neat thing about the Lance is that we've heard from several people that we know who are into the RV world where they've really had a lot of great things to say about the quality of Lance. Mm-hmm. And as we looked at both the Airstream and the Lands, and then compared both of those to just about everything else that we saw, you do walk away from from both of those manufacturers where the the quality inside seems to be definitely a cut above what your typical trailer standards are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the cabinetry has, you know, nice hardware on there. You know, the type Mm -hmm. of wood that they use is, seems more durable. Yes. And, and it does, you are going to pay more for that kind of quality, you know, coming away from a 20,000 or, you know, the low twenties price range, Mm -hmm. you will get, you know, a nice quality for that price range. If that's something that you can uh, afford and you wish that's the, the direction you want to go in, that's great. Um, but we like to hold on to this trailer for as long as we possibly can um, if we do end up purchasing. And I think that, you know, the old adage, you know, you get what you pay for it mm-hmm. comes in. And we think the higher quality would last longer. Yeah. But as, as a price comparison for, the, you know, when I think about the type of layout that we were looking at, we saw the one, we saw the, the Springdale. We also saw a Jayco that were both mm-hmm. probably at the very low 20,000s. Mm-hmm. The comparable Lance was double. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, roughly mid 40s. Mm-hmm. 
And then when you get to the Airstream, you're like doubling the lands. Yeah. So that's kind of like yeah. the progression of the travel right. trailers. So we were, I think we both walked away very impressed with what we saw with the Lance unit. I know I was. Yes, I mean, I, I, I love the layout because yeah. it's what we were looking for, you mm-hmm. know, the bed on one side, the dinette on the other, and the light coming in was really nice because you go into a lot of trailers and they're very dark inside because there's a lack of windows. The windows were a very different design. I had never seen that design mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and I think it was allowing a tremendous amount of light in. Mm -hmm. It had, you know, if you wanted to screen, you could screen it. If you wanted a blackout, you could blackout it. You could lift it up. You could lift it all up and just be open towards the outside and have nothing. It was really nice. Yeah, and the thing that that you had mentioned about that is it created this pass-through. So you could be have one person cooking in the kitchen inside, open up the, the window by the dining room table, and pass food out that way because Mm -hmm. on the outside of the back of this trailer was an outdoor kitchen set up it's an option it's an option but it is a fantastic one you've got on the left side there's like a pull-out stove that's got you know that you pull it out it's Mm -hmm. got legs on it and so you can cook on the outside there's a little counter space that pulls out Mm -hmm. and then you have a a very small little refrigerator Mm mm-hmm yeah, so you've got a you know great uh, if you want to do cooking outside of the yeah. trailer, you've got a great option that you can get on the twenty seventy five that allows for that. When you walk around the trailer, there was several compartments for storage, which mm-hmm. is another bonus on the lands compared to the airstream because right. you have much more limited outside space on the airstream if if that for your hoses and one tiny little one by one cubic little storage space it's very small yeah and on the lands there was a space where you could keep your camping chairs there was another space where the battery goes there was this pull-out area that had this molded tray yeah this tray that pulled out that you could then put in your your boxes and have a very easy way to get them in and out on the other side there was yet more storage so there was a lot of storage on the outside there was a table that slid in right above that Mm -hmm. that area where you could take it completely out for a table or take it partially out for um, a tray you know just a a countertop tray type thing it was it was really nice it had a lot of really nice features yeah so so very versatile on the outside and then when you went on the inside on the one end of the unit was the dinette and I'll say you know because we sat in quite a few trailers when we were there yesterday I mean you mentioned that for you this was the most comfortable that you sat in yeah Yeah, so there's a lot of the dinettes that we sat in that it's kind of like the Goldilocks syndrome you know some were too soft some were too just kind of just didn't feel right and this one it was solid it felt very comfortable you know, you could move your body sideways and almost, you know, lounge in the area. Mm-hmm. The table moved in all different directions, so you could configure it to be in... Um, moved and locked into whatever yeah. position you wanted it in. Yeah, so if you wanted to eat, you could have it in one configuration. If you wanted more space because you're working on a computer, you could move it around. And then around the table, you know, the, you know some, some neat storage areas, mm-hmm. you know, adjacent to there. And then you've got your, your TV, your stereo, a place for drinks. Drinks, yeah, and um, the TV can actually be removed and placed on the outside of the uh, trailer. Yeah, there's certain hookups. Yeah, it's a part of the stereo unit. Yeah, like uh, there's a Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we really like the dinette option, and the dinette, like like a lot of trailers, you can convert to a bed, so mm-hmm. you can sleep to where the dinette is. The bathroom looked fairly nice. The one thing that was different about the bathroom was the toilet is like on a raised platform. So right. if we do go down the road about you know, looking at the lands, I'm going to want to 
check that, check out, that out at the, the dealership. Closely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'd be helpful. And I did sit on it, but somebody had mentioned that on a website, so I think I'd, I just want to be sure about yeah. that. But the shower was a nice size. The kitchen, I think the only potential downside to somebody in the kitchen, um, not for us, but there was no oven, right? There will be. They they redesigned it. There's there'll be a microwave oven. Yeah, there's no oven. There's no convection. Oh, that's that's what it's I meant. It's just a microwave oven. Yeah. So yeah. The, so and we should also point out the unit that that they had at the show was a prototype unit. So mm-hmm. the unit's not available at any Lance dealer as we talk here today. Mm-hmm. I think the unit that we saw had 19 feet from front to back inside. Twenty. Okay. Well, so whatever it was, they're going to add one more one foot. foot. Yeah for when the final production model is made. And then the back is, it's got the walk around bed and I think it was a full queen. Mm-hmm. So slightly yeah. longer than the bed that you have in an Airstream. Yeah. There's a skylight in the bedroom, various windows. So you've got lots of options lots for of light in the bedroom. Yeah, for light and air and, and kind of like you had in the front. Mm-hmm. The windows can be configured for, you know, shade, for screen, um, mm-hmm. different sizes. So that was really nice. I think the short story on the on the Lance is, we, again, we walked away very impressed and intrigued. Yeah. And we're thinking that it, it's, it's a contender for us now. Yeah, yeah. It's an So this particular unit, I think the base price, it starts out at about 37 yeah, 37. Yeah, 36, yeah. 37. The unit that we saw, I believe, was a fully loaded unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with all the options piled on. It had everything, yeah. by the way. The show price that they had was 50000 mm-hmm. or right right around mm-hmm. 50000 mm-hmm. I think the MSRP is 60000 mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bit more than your run-of-the-mill trailer, but, you know, you definitely see it in quality. Yeah. So we do have our eyes on the 2075 Lance model. And so those were the two main things that we went to see was the Airstream and the Lance. Mm -hmm. We walked around a little bit more. There were were some pretty cool vintage trailers. Those are always neat for me to see. Those are so tiny. They're cute, though. Yeah. I mean, some of them are so tiny that there was a couple that didn't have a bathroom. So it was basically just a small bed. Yeah. They had that one larger vintage that um, had all the original uh, appliances in it and the woodwork. Yeah. And uh, it was really, it was really neat to see. Yeah. So we, we took photos of some of those. Yeah. So in, in the next um, few days, and probably for sure before this show even airs, we'll have a blog post where mm-hmm. we'll show some mm-hmm. of the things that, yeah. that we saw. Yeah. Other than that, you know, we we walked around into the uh, there. They had a main hall there with the accessories. Oh, accessories. And stuff, so. Yeah, you go in and see different accessories, and there was uh, lithium powered bikes. There were, I mean, if you're into the toy haulers, they had all the toys for that too. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it, it's a quite a large display of anybody that's into recreational vehicle and all its accessories. Yeah. So, you know, historically the show has been held at the Pomona Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. This year they moved it to the Fontana. Fontana. And there's like a motor speedway there. Right. So it was, on, it was in the parking lot of the speedway fairly close still to Pomona I think like 10 minutes away yeah, from yeah. from that so not too far away so yeah we went to this year's auto sh- um our auto show the RV show mm-hmm. had a couple of things in mind to see we saw those so now we got some more things to think about yeah so for us we're, we're thinking that you know our future travels maybe there's a travel trailer in store that's going to take us to different types of places with different right. types of experiences we're hoping yeah I'm hoping yeah it's just got to be right it's yeah. got to fit but it seems like we're getting closer to yeah. uh, making a decision. Yeah. So, And, you know, for us, it takes two years to figure things out. For you, it might be a little quicker, but we have to have all our ducks in a row. It makes us feel better. 
And then you also think about, you know, we already have, you know, a good chunk of 2020 travel already right, yeah. kind of yeah. in the books. And there there's some of that that's not going to be travel trailer. So even no, if we have one. So, yeah. so that's part of the timing is we're thinking about, you know, if, if we actually pull the plug on this, it might be after the plans that we have, you know, the, the, big, the big trip for 2020, yeah. which will be more podcast for when we get into 2020. So, so that'll be a surprise in terms of where we're going to go and what we're going to talk about. But we have... Uh, plenty of content to keep us busy until we get to the summer of, of 2020s. So having gone to the RV show, we thought we'd give you just kind of our take on some of the things that we're thinking about in that space. Who knows? We'll keep you informed. Yeah. Please listen in. Thanks for listening to, to Art and Julie's search for a travel trailer. <laughs> we'll keep you posted if there's a purchase. Bye for now. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> Bye. If you have any comments or info to share with us, about travel, you can write us at comments at theplaceswherewego.com. You can also follow us on social media. Right now we're on Twitter and Instagram, both at The Places Where We Go. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you at The Places Where We Go. See you next time. Bye now. <laughs>